Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the iHemp Revolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products, boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the IAMP revolution? My guest today is Chad Wilson of Green Remedy. Chad is a true blue Kentuckian. He is proud of his state's hemp heritage. He is the vice president of marketing for Green Remedy and they handle hemp and CBD extractions from the seed to the shelf. Now, his inspiration in all his ventures from modern farming concepts, his organic and hydroponic garden center to Green Remedy and their CBD extractions facilities in Louisville, his inspiration to all of that is to move his wife and family back to a renewable and sustainable family farm while assisting as many hemp entrepreneurs along the way to realize their dreams. Well, Chad, that's a worthwhile mission in life, and welcome to the iHemp Revolution. Thank you, Coach Freddie. I greatly appreciate it. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here and, and uh, anytime given the opportunity to talk hemp. Chad, can you give us a little bit more background about yourself, how you got started, and just why industrial hemp? Sure. Um, you know, back in the day, I, believe it or not, I was actually in property management and uh, wasn't real happy in my career. Um, and uh, me and Chris Smith, one of the founders of Green Remedy, we we're all uh, old school friends. Uh, we grew up together, and you know how life is. Sometimes it just kind of uh, pulls you away. And uh, me and Chris uh, reconnected, um, and uh, literally on a phone call, we hadn't seen each other in probably about four years. Uh, we somehow got each other's number, and and on, was on a phone call one night, and. Uh, Literally, one of the first things out of our mouth in the conversation was, man, I'm, uh, I think it was me. I said, I'm fascinated with hemp. And uh, no, it was vice versa, him. And I, and I said, man, I am too. And believe it or not, that is how Green Remedy started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, I, uh, and like I told you, I was, I was one of those that was brought up and raised, um, to fear the plant. And if you'd met me six years ago, Ignorance prevailed in my life when it comes to this miraculous and marvelous plant. And I'm so glad that I, I have met people like you uh, and others that inspired me to seek the truth of this plant. And thank goodness for the Internet and uh, being able to seek that knowledge and get the truth about the cannabis plant, the cannabis hemp plant uh, in all of its forms. Yeah, and so you got into the industry. Now, how did that happen as far as you started with a conversation? But... How did you guys uh, saying let's do something? Well, you know, like I said, when I first I, I, I stumbled upon hemp uh, at like a music festival, and the guy had a T-shirt that was made from hemp, and and he had logged how many times it had been washed, and he had another one that was still on, you know, new in the package, and and this thing I I, I don't remember, coach. It was like four years old, five years old, or something, and been washed several times, and it and it still looked new. And and it just hit me, you know, because we've been bred with this cotton as the fabric of your life, your whole life. And and that right there started making me question, um, you know, when I seen the quality of the material, the durability of the material, the way it held color. Um, 
and that was really how it started questioning and and then of course as as more things started coming about out um, through the medical marijuana and CBD and then into the hemp um me and Chris that conversation spurred thought and we got looking at where we thought that we would like to be in the hemp industry and so uh we started actually um you know you're going to laugh when I tell you this I don't think I'll tell you, but we actually started out selling uh, back in the day when CBD was really expensive Selling it in a flea market. That's how we started out. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah. People thought people thought we was crazy, and uh, you know, selling this expensive products and tinctures and and uh, and everything in in a flea market. And next thing we know, we were getting calls, coaching. It was it was helping people, um, and and that was when the light bulb. And and you know, we started making sales and. That was when the light bulb came on that, man, we, we could really do something with this. Not just for ourselves, but we could help the farmer. We could help the people that need this compound. We could do it. And uh, so we just grabbed in and started learning and uh, and digging in and reading anything we could get our hands on. The emperor wears no clothes, the gospel of hemp. Uh, you know, Doug finds materials and, and just started learning. And uh, as you know with this plant... Um, it grabs you, and once it grabs you, it's hard to let it. It won't let you loose. Oh, that's right. They got big roots, and they're tangled yeah. up around, around every part of my body now. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so that that's how we came about, and uh, luckily we just found uh, we co- found a couple of gentlemen that that believed believed in us, and uh, they financed our dream, and um, and we're making it a reality. And um, that's what Green Remedy we want to do for others. We we want to grow this. And uh, we want to help others achieve their dream. And uh, whether that's hemp or or whatever, you know, this has opened up more of an awakening than just hemp with us too, Coach. It's it's, it's about that we are brothers keepers and that we're supposed to help each other and we're supposed to inspire each other to be better. And and hemp is just an amazing plant that seems to do all of that naturally on its own. Yeah, and uh, that's what I like about the hemp industry. I inspire people to do things that inspire them, and that's yep. what this is all about. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, Chad, can you tell us a little bit about your business now, uh, and a little bit about explaining a little bit about CBD and and, sure. and and that, and what your your process is? Well, you know, Green Remedy is a Kentucky proud hemp company, and, and one thing is that we're that we're also very proud of is all of our products. If you was to visit our website. All of our products are made, um, are the things that we manufacture, um, are, are made from American hemp. Green Remedy does not import hemp any longer. And uh, we quit importing hemp uh, probably close to six months ago. So all of the Green Remedy family products is a true American hemp product, which I'm, we're very, very proud of that. But um, basically what we do is from seed to shelf. Uh, so right now in Kentucky, we have been awarded uh, through the DEA and an MOU. We have a, a 205 acres um, with uh, five five greenhouses up uh, all together. I think it's on board this year. Um, and we do, we're breeding cultivars and uh, expanding uh, to help our farmers. Now explain a little bit about the cultivars. Their cultivars are really different varieties of the industrial hemp correct yes absolutely and and what we're having you know the problems that we've had here in kentucky the last couple of years is and and the delay in getting the seeds and things 
Canadian seed just don't do well in southern soil when it ain't been acclimated and when you don't get your seed on time. So we've seen that as a real problem, and, and we believe that's a real problem all the way across the United States. Um, so, you know, being able to uh, get get hold of seed and breed these cultivars from feral stock and and uh, and it, because, you know, I don't know if you've done much research, but Kentucky, I mean, we've, we've led the way. Um, you know, like I say, it, we're returning to our heritage to ensure our future. But Kentucky was known for having some of the finest hemp in all of the nation. And, and I know by reading old books that they were getting, you know, six tons of hemp biomass an acre. Well, what we've seen in Kentucky this year, you know, over the last couple of years of growing is maybe one to one and a half tons. So that tells me we're not doing something right like, like our forefathers did. And I believe a lot of that is in those cult, is in those cultivars. Um, not producing the, the same plant that, that used to be out there. So, uh, you know, we've had 80 years of, uh, of this plant trying to be destroyed, uh, and it keep on trying to survive and come back and reseeding itself, but it's changed, uh, over the years without care. So, you know, it's vitally important that we, we take and, and use our resources to create an American hemp cultivar, um, and, and different varieties for fiber, for food, for CBD. Um, you know, for, uh, for hempcrete, for the herds. Um, so, and we can breed those cultivars. Um, and, and, and I think that that's a really exciting part about this too, is it's creating a new kind of farmer, uh, as well. Yeah. I, I've seen that when we visited Kentucky and some of the Kentucky farms out there. And, uh, it's trial and error like the, uh, farmers did before. And yep. It's just learning, okay, this didn't work. Okay, let's try this. Let's try that. It's experimentation. And, yeah, and I, I believe, you know, a lot of people, we've and, and even me at first at one point, you know, the way we did it and we rolled it out, and you want all farmers to grow it. But the reality hit hit me, uh, Coach, that last year, you know, we, we, we failed here last year. Green Remedy did, and we got seed that, should have came, that came from Canada. It should have been planted. Uh, you know, May, April at the latest. We didn't get it till, what was it, June 18th? No, July 18th. Um, so, you know, it, it shot straight up, bolted, went to seed. Um, and, and the reality is, is if that had been a bunch of farmers and that had happened and that initial startup, it would have put a bad taste in their mouth. And I don't think, I think, you know, I think we've been wise in the way we've rode it out slow and trying to study it so that, so that the farmers don't take a loss on this crop at the, as we're trying to figure all this, basically trying to regain our heritage. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. important. Absolutely. And because if a farmer loses, we all lose. And, and that's one thing that's not acceptable. Uh, we've had enough of that in Kentucky, you know, with tobacco being gone, uh, our farmer and corn and beans at an all time low. Um, our farmers need some options and, uh, and we need, we need a good solid infrastructure to put Kentucky back on the map and lift our, lift us up out of poverty. Poverty, we're one of the four, four poorest states in the nation, coach, and I, that's just not acceptable to me, especially when we have hardworking people. We have beautiful farmland and we were blessed by the creator with the seed that brings us hope and can make us change. Yeah, I see that in, in Kentucky, you could really use this. And how do you see that the hemp is changing the culture future, especially in, in Kentucky there? Well, you know, what we're seeing is, like I said, you're seeing a whole new kind of farmer. The average farmer in Kentucky, I believe across the nation, is like 58 years old now. And, you know, the younger generations, they don't want to sit on a tractor and, run and plow two, three hundred acres of field. Um, you know, there are still some, and we still need them, of course, but... 
but the they're using this and, he, and that's what i'm saying hemp is so inspiring because it's creating this awareness of renewability and sustainability and responsibility and so you're seeing these younger farmers come in and like kind of what i want i want to grow and i want to grow hemp return to my family farm i want to grow i want to grow hemp on it produce that down on my own farm for to turn it to biodiesel to run in my tractors um, I want to use hydroponics and aquaponics and, and, and raise large amounts of food. And, and it's about creating a new kind of farmer. And, and hemp is very integral in the part of that, in part of that. So what is the biggest benefit that industrial hemp can offer us right now? Well, you know, I think more than anything, I think it's hope. I mean, when we, when we look at it as a nation and, and, and not just Kentucky, but as a nation, you know, our, our farmers are struggling, our small, small farm families. And that's the thing about hemp. If we can keep this for that small farm family, it's a game changer all the way across this nation. Mm-hmm. And, and it brings hope and it brings health and it brings prosperity. And, and, I, and, I, and also, I think, you know, sometimes in farming, we, uh, just the newness, having a new crop that's exciting once again. You know, everybody, oh, we're just planting corn, <laughs> you know. And uh, so having a new crop, too, that, that, uh, that has so many viable options to it. And that's, enough, you know, it, it creates that entrepreneurial spirit. And that's what's amazing. When you, give, when you give Americans an opportunity, especially when you give them down on the farm fact, Man, they're gonna do something, and we're gonna make changes, and we're gonna inspire, and we're gonna inspire uh, small businesses and and new products and renewable and sustainable products. So um, exciting times all the way around. Yeah, we talked to quite a few students in college. We stopped at a few colleges, and they're excited about this because this is something that they can grow with. Find out what part of this industry that they want to focus on because it's wide open. Absolutely. And, you know, and that's the, another it's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing about the plant. And we found ourselves Green Remedy found ourselves there. There's so much that you can do. And so you find yourself thinking, oh, I can do seed. I can do fiber. I can do CBD. I can make this product. I can make that product. So, you know, in words of encouragement to any others out there that are looking to do this, find your passion, concentrate on that passion. And make it the best darn hemp product that you can make. And whether it's a product or doing it in the field, do the best that you can on it. Stay focused and don't get caught in the fact that hemp can make 25,000 different you know, products. You can easily lose your mind and you can lose your focus too, which could be detrimental. Oh, yeah, exactly. You sound like a coach. <laughs> well, you know, I, I guess in a way uh, it's funny. I, I've never seen myself... You know, Coach, I've always been a, a, a just a good, hard-working country boy, and um, to find myself talking with you and being on the stage, it's just it's weird in a way, but I love it. I mean, because we're changing lives exactly. every time we go on that stage or this show, we're changing lives. We're providing education, and it's just amazing. It is so rewarding to be in the hemp industry. Uh, that's what I'm finding out myself in this last uh, uh, eight, nine months of producing this show. But, you know, we, we, uh, um, 
we're proud to be here and and the thing is is we wanted to encourage as many farmers to get on board and come out and and we just want to at green remedy you know we're concentrating on that training the farmer properly so that they are successful um and uh, and i think that that's another thing that we've done very very well is when we bring our farmers in uh we we you know we don't know it all yet we're still learning but we've done enough failure and we've done enough reading and studying and traveling and learning about this plant that it look, we can get them on a guide to be right, you know, on the different models, whether they're growing for seed, whether they're growing for CBD or fiber. Um, and, and just being able to assist the farm family in that manner is, is a real honor. You mentioned that there's so many products that can be made. You know, out of all the thousands of products that can be used from him, uh, what part of the industry do you see taking the lead being in front? Well, right now, um, CBD right now, of course. Uh, you know, it's all over the news. It's all over the TV. And we have s- amazing success stories. And the, and the issue with it is because, you know, it, it is expensive uh, to put that infrastructure in that, well, the facility like we have in Louisville, the CO2 extraction facility in Louisville in place. But it's a relatively much easier infrastructure that has to be built before, you know, like the fiber. Um, you know, I, I think we're going to have to have an influx of money. Uh, we're seeing some small companies come out. But I, I think it's what's going to happen is CBD out of the gate. And then, then as the infrastructure is built, you know, we're quickly seeing with Nutiva stepping in Kentucky with, with John, like last week, announcing from Nutiva that he would buy every pound of organic hemp seed that came out of Kentucky. That's huge for our farmers. That's huge. So, you know, the seeds, uh, the seed is pretty good right now, and it's able to get that and, and get that into the market. Um, but uh, I think what we're going to see over time is CBD will start to come down a little, fiber will come up a little seed, uh, and then they're going to just kind of balance out. So, Chad, what is your vision, you know, the future of hemp? And where do you see your business in, let's say, three years? Well, um, three years. Well, you know, I'm planning on being in this for at least 15 to 20. So three years, it really is going to depend on what the government does. Um, You know, I think that that's, Coach, that's the real big thing that's holding us back right now is is we still have hemp for no reason on the CSA, uh, the Controlled Substance Act. And that's what's killing this industry right now. We need to remove hemp from the Controlled Substance Act, um, and that's going to solve a lot of our problems. And then I think that once you've seen that happen, you would see a Fortune 500 company invest. And that's all we need is one Fortune 500 company to see this uh, and, and really invest in it. And this thing will really t- start to take off. But as for us, I, I see us just continuing what we're doing, uh, developing uh, high CBD cultivars, a, a beautiful fiber cultivar um, that's American. I see us as continuing to do that, our breeding programs and, and education to the farmer. Um, and of course, um, with our ability to extract right at 500 pounds of uh, flour a day uh, from the hemp plant, uh, we're going to be a major player in CBD production and a bulk distributor. Um, and already, you can see we're you know on our we're, we're making some nice products, um, and we'll continue to expand our product line and offering. Um, and then the big thing that we do in this and in our webpage, you'll see some other products. You know. Um, um, Perfect play from Indiana. She makes handmade, beautiful hemp dog toys. I met a woman the other day that makes hemp toiletries, toiletries and sundries. So we're contracting with them to get 
you know, hemp from us, and, and then we're going to help them bring their products to market. And that's what's exciting to me is helping these other entrepreneurs, bringing their amazing, giving them the ability to bring their products to market um, with the aid of, of Green Remedy. Yeah, and you have a, a website, greenremedy.com, correct? Yes, sir. Greenremedy.com, of course, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff as well. Please check us out and follow us. Um, and all of our CBD products and hemp-related products are available right there on our website. That's great. Mm-hmm. So you have American hemp, not imported anymore. Absolutely, and that, that's a huge that's a huge uh, win for us, I believe, at this point in the game, when most people are still importing their hemp. Yeah, to be out in the front there. So we've talked a lot about the industry, and what are some of the challenges to starting a hemp company, specifically in Kentucky? Well, um, as with anything when in this industry, they consider it cannabis. So uh, banking was quite a challenge at first. Um, getting our banking set up, getting uh, companies that would accept our credit card payments and, and, and things. Um, that and then, of course, just the financial, um, the financial output to get, to get this monster rolling um, has been quite hard. Um, because it has been a huge investment um, on, on the partner's part. Um, but like I said, we, we, we know we're investing in the future of Kentucky and we're going to create a lot of jobs. We're going to um, open up, you know, a lot of opportunity to farm families. And, and, you know, Coach, we're not just a hemp company. The CO2 extraction that we're doing, we're, we're going to unlock other compounds that people have never seen before. Um, and we're going to open up other doors of opportunity for the farm family by extracting other botanical compounds as well. Um, but uh, the biggest challenge, like I said, right out of the gate was was finding people that believed in us to s- support us financially, to get us up and going, um, and uh, and um, and just staying focused. Um, like I said, it was so hard because once this plant grabs you, you want to run every direction with it, and you just got to say, "Hold," you know. And that's what we found ourselves doing. Hey, Chad, slow your roll. Hey, Chris, uh, get back over here. We're doing CBD. We're not doing fiber, you know. So. Uh, just kind of reeling each other in and keeping it, keeping our focus as to what we was trying to achieve. Um, because, like I said, this plant can get you sideways in a second on, on half a million other things. Yes, it's the focus, and that's what when I coach people, uh, entrepreneurs, it's focusing on one thing at a time. Yes, sir. Get good at that, then you can grow. That's what we started out. We started out with just a simple, you know, a, a simple tincture and a, then a simple uh, CBD vape juice. And, and then we started, compli- you know, I wouldn't say complicated, but improving it by adding other botanicals and, and just getting creative in our vision. And, but making sure the one, what that thing that you're doing right out of the gate, do it right. Mm-hmm. Do it perfect before you tackle that next one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Good advice for anybody. Well, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I learned the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did too. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and, and uh, I'm hoping that maybe some young entrepreneur will see this and and uh, and uh, and take it to heart and and just uh, and maybe inspire them and uh, like I said, keep them focused and and uh, see what how they can change the world because uh, like I, I always say, I'm just crazy enough and silly enough to believe that I can change the world and. Uh, hemp has given me a platform to do that, and, and, and I'm very, very pleased and honored to do that. Chad, you know, we've covered quite a bit here. Is there anything else that you would like to add before we kind of wrap it up? 
Well, the only thing that I would like to kind of mention is that um, we do have uh, coming up, uh, I don't know if you're going to be back in town anytime soon, but we'd like to invite you out to, uh, in March the 22nd, we're having at the uh, University of Kentucky at the ES Good Barn from March 22nd, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, it's the 2016 Spring Hemp Seminar. So if any of your listeners, I was going to be, I'm actually going to be speaking there and, and a bunch of other uh um, folks are going to be speaking, so it's going to be a nice educational uh, uh, event as well. But uh, would like to see uh, and invite anybody out to that event on March 22nd uh, at the University of Kentucky Good Barn. Well, thanks, Chad, for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution. Well, Coach, it's an honor and a pleasure, and I can't wait to see you again. And uh, uh, thank you guys, and thank you guys for all that you've been doing and your hard work and your dedication. Much love and much respect. Well, great, and thank you again. And I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today and make sure that you subscribe to the IHAMP Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review. Follow us on Facebook.com forward slash IHAMP Revolution. Like us and tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. Hey, this is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.